an executive in residence with the Selinger School of Business and Management at Loyola University, Maryland. And it's my privilege to facilitate this conversation today between Sarah Yang at Brown Advisory and Michael D'Onofrio, one of our students. I'm really excited about today's topic because we're going to be talking about sustainability and specifically sustainable investments. Uh, and I think there's a, a lot that our students can learn about this, both from the perspective of sustainability at large and what goes on in the industry, as well as how investors uh, kind of look at that area and where, you know, where the money goes. So uh, to start us off, Sarah, would you mind uh, giving us an introduction to yourself and maybe tell us, tell us a little bit about what you do at Brown? Yeah, of course. Thanks, Dave. I'm really glad to be with you and, and looking forward to the conversation with both yourself and with Michael. Um, so yeah, I work at Brown Advisory, as you said, and Brown Advisory is an investment management firm. Uh, we have a big office in Baltimore, but also up and down the East Coast and a, a few other offices dotted around the world. And really, there are two sides to our business. One is that we work with uh, individuals, families, endowments and foundations and, and help to manage their assets, really adding value throughout the investment process. So thinking about... Um, helping them with financial planning or asset allocation, or even planning for things like philanthropy or tax strategy. And then the other side of the business, which is where I spend most of my time is what we call the institutional side of our business, where we run a number of strategies, both fixed income strategies and public equity strategies that um, the clients on the other side of the business I spoke about use, but also uh, banks, pension plans, things like that. And on both sides of those businesses, we've recently, well, actually for many years now, but particularly in the last few years, seen a real growth in a demand for sustainable investment solutions. And so that's where I work uh, on our sustainable investing team, um, assisting the portfolio managers, the research analysts, and um, it's a really exciting part of the business to be in. So looking forward to discussing it more with you both. Well, we're excited to have you, and it is exciting. I mean, it's something that has gotten a lot of uh, visibility, and uh, I think it only stands to gain more. So we're glad you're with us today, Sarah. Uh, Michael, would you care to introduce yourself and then uh, take it away? I'll let you uh, run the show here. Absolutely. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm a first year here at Loyola. Um, I'm a sustainability management and double count, uh, accounting double major. Um, I'm the president and founder of Sustainable Management Club. We just started running up this year. And uh, the intent is just to learn my peers and get to know the business more. Um, solo Sarah, thanks for being here. I like to start off by saying, um, what is sustainability investing? Michael, it's such a good question. And it's, it's really the million dollar question, maybe more accurately, the trillion dollar question these days. But Sustainable investing is our term of choice at Brown Advisory to describe this, but you'll hear a lot of different terms in the industry for it. Some people use the term socially responsible investing or SRI. Um, there's green investing, impact investing. Um, you'll hear me use the acronym ESG a lot, which stands for environmental, social and governance um, investing. But really the common thread through all of these is that investing can be about more than just you know, financial returns. It can also be about uh, aligning your investments with your values or, or trying to have positive impact. And I think that this is, it's getting a lot of attention now, 
but it's a really old idea. Like I think you can look back even into some like ancient religious texts and see this idea of stewarding your wealth well, or you can think about the, in the 1980s, there was a big movement to divest from like apartheid South Africa and that, you know, played a big role in, in bringing down that regime, which I personally am very grateful for because that's where I grew up. But also on a smaller level, you can see divestment from, say, you're a foundation who's involved in helping uh, people who've struggled with drug addiction be, uh, be rehabilitated. You might want to make sure that your investments are not in companies that are fueling the opioid epidemic in this country, for example. Um, and then more recently, the approach to sustainable investing, and this is where Brown Advisory fits in, is the idea of taking um, traditional fundamental research that you would, that an investment manager would generally do when trying to pick companies or bonds to put into um, a fund or portfolio. And alongside that traditional research, also conduct what we call ESG research. So research into the environmental, social and governance performance of the company or issuer under consideration. And we really believe that when you consider those two things side by side, it can really drive the fundamental performance of the strategy, um, but also provide values alignment. Um, and so those two things, the ESG and the fundamental really going hand in hand is how we think about sustainable investing. Thank you for that. Yeah, I never uh, thought to look at it through like so many different perspectives, even like looking back at history to learn about what the future might even be like. Um, and speaking about that, uh, at Brown Advisory, um, you know, on that company level, what's the culture like? How do you how do you work with your staff, and how do you guys approach really looking into sustainability investing? Yeah, that's a great question. We at Brown Advisory we we use the phrase a lot that that we're trying to raise the future, and what we mean by that is we're trying to play our role in ensuring that um, through our work um, in at Brown Advisory and in our community that we're leaving it a better place than you know it was when we started and you know for us we're a, a, in, a, in the business of serving our clients and that really is our first priority and, and that helps to give clarity and purpose but there's so many things that go on underneath the surface to help us do that well. Um, one is that we're a very flat organization which allows for a sort of entrepreneurial spirit um, we have an equity structure where everyone from the moment you walk in the door, whether you are the receptionist um, or the new CEO, you get um, equity in the company. And that really drives a sense of ownership and feeling like you're part of a team. Um, another would be uh, a value of diversity, equity and inclusion, um, and just ensuring that there are different perspectives that are heard within the company. Um, and we really think that that is important for making well, helping us come up with better ideas. Um, and then a focus on long-term learning. You know, there's a wonderful tuition reimbursement and everyone is always trying to learn something new and grow. And all this you know, helps us to be better investors and to serve our clients better. And then another key part of our culture, you know, which is part of that list, but I'll draw it out separately for the purpose of this conversation is sustainability. And, you know, it's a very core part of our investment offerings um, and our new product development, but it's also an important internal practice for us to make sure we're practicing what we preach. You know, we can't go and say to companies, oh, you must do this and this in terms of your environmental management and, and not pay attention um, to it ourselves. So that's a huge part of what it means for us to, to raise the future. 
Thank you for that. Um, uh, it's exciting because uh, I feel like this is not the most traditional way of doing business, just because you are getting a diverse um, background of people, um, which is going to be the way in solving a lot of these issues that you're going to be approaching when uh, you know making sustainable uh, investments. Um, so I'll, I'll, I have one more question for you, and it's uh, for uh, my fellow students and I, because we're all excited, you know, to find a job, but we all have to learn like the principles of sustainability management. Um, you coming from a more experienced background, uh, what advice can you give to a sustainability management major uh, who seeks to one day find a job in this field? Uh, what skills do you think are important to have? I think that one skill I would, would recommend you think about is as you go through this program or maybe you do internships or you know, even when you, you get your first job is to always be thinking about you know, how does the sustainability translate into you know, financial performance or financial um, benefits for the company. And I think it is a really effective way of, of trying to drive change. So that's one thing I would say is always just keep that question in the back of your mind if you're suggesting a sustainability change um, in a company or other industry or in your community. Think about the, the impacts beyond the obvious. Um, Another, I would say, is if you're interested in sustainable investing more broadly, you know, I did not study finance at, at college, um, but one way that's been helpful for me to learn is just there's some industry groups that are um, really sort of leading in, in pushing sustainability and, and sustainable investing education. So one would be the principles for responsible investing. I know that, I mean, our previous conversation, Michael, you mentioned the um, UN SDGs, the Sustainable Development Goals. And this is a, another UN program, the UN Principles for Responsible Investing. Um, another would be to look at the, an organization called SASB, which is the Sustainability Accounting Standards Board, which really helps you know, understand how do different sectors and industries tie their sustainability to, um, to financial performance. And then I think if you want a career in sustainability, one of the things that I believe is really important is authenticity. And so I would encourage you that if you are looking to, to spend your career in the space, I would say that's super exciting, but don't wait until you get to the workplace, start doing it now, start volunteering in your communities. Um, you know, this club that you've started is awesome. These are the, the kind of things that you need to do to make sure that this truly is a passion for you because people in the sustainability world tend to do it because they really care about it. And so, yeah, I would just encourage you to get involved and, and learn. Actually, could I um, ask Michael a question? I think I think it's only fair that we turn this into a bi-directional sort of interview. <laughs> uh, Michael, uh, speaking for yourself and also for your fellow club members, what are some of the things that have driven uh, you and your fellow club members, people in the major, to actually want to major in sustainability management? And, and you know, some of the things that you perceive they're hoping to achieve when they get out to the business world. Absolutely. Um, the one thing that I found that drives interest uh, from people that have joined my club and the people I'm getting uh, that are coming in constantly are that they already have a connection from their home community. Um, either when they're identifying a problem locally, um, they're coming to the platform college, it's much bigger. And then you can go into your professional world, it's gonna be even bigger basically carrying those values that you learned from your smaller community and continuing to apply mm -hmm. them um, with better skills 
is as you're going and as you're learning, you're going to be able to perform better. Um, but always holding on to those uh, core values. Um, I know from my personal experience, uh, I had a little small local project, get rid of plastic bags in my town. Um, and from that point on, I always had this idea of that, okay, you really have to have a plan, you have to have an action, and you have to have people to help you. Um, I'm a first year that joined, uh, that made a club. I'm working with seniors and juniors that have a lot more experience than me. But the best thing is that we all have a passion and a connection to wanting to make the world um, a better place, but starting at our local level. Um, and that's either here on campus or when we go back home with our communities. Well, that's wonderful. Sarah, any thoughts on that? Does that sound like a, a good MO for a uh, budding sustainability uh, professional? It absolutely does. I think I'm, sounds like I'm sort of preaching to the converted as it were. <laughs> That's great. That's great. And, and I think your point about, uh, and I'll put it in my own terms, being able to, uh, once you're in the business community, show that you're adding value through sustainability is important. I think there's a lot of things, whether it's, you know, the environmental piece, whether it's the DEI piece, um, that it's one thing to be passionate about and believe it's right from a, an ethical perspective, if you will. Uh, it's another thing to be able to convince others of that. And I think the idea that uh, you're showing the organization how you can add value, which at some point does go to that P and profit, right? Uh, mm -hmm. I think is an important mindset that uh, that students have. And Michael, it sounds like as a combined sustainability management and accounting major, you're, uh, you you might be the archetype for that uh, that model. I'm looking to looking to lead, yeah. Very good, very good. Um, Michael, do you have any final thoughts? I think this has been a really wonderful discussion. Uh, do you have any final thoughts you want to share? And then I'll ask uh, Sarah if she has any. Um, I want to, yeah, thank you for the advice you gave to me. I'm definitely going to be passing on that to my, uh, my club members. Um, final thoughts? You can edit this out later. I'm thinking, because I really do have something. I don't want to be under pressure of the recording, though. Um, geez, uh, I mean, I'm... I'm not to worry, not to worry. Yeah. Not to worry, tell you what, I'll ask Sarah if she has any, and if you wanna come back in, you can. We'll be cutting like crazy on this thing. Good, Sarah, uh, do you have Make any thoughts? Make me feel better for messing up a little earlier, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm owed one then, I, I'm still due one. Yeah, you're um, still due one. <laughs> uh, Sarah, uh, what final thoughts would you care to share with us uh, about you know the discussion or other things that maybe we didn't get to talk about? Yeah, I think that, you know, I work in sustainable investing because for me, my driving passion in life is to help people use their resources well. And I think that that is something that can be applicable in multiple different job fields, but this is the one that has really resonated for me. Um, because I think that there are some really thorny challenges that we need to fix in this world and it can be difficult and it takes people um, with diverse perspectives, um, it takes hard work and it takes, yeah, it takes passion and commitment. And so I would just encourage those of you who are, you know, pursuing a, a career in sustainability that it's worth sticking with. It's so important and it, it really is how we will raise the future together. Well, thank you, Sarah. Um, Michael, any final words you'd care to share with uh, the listeners on this, uh, on this interview? So Sarah, um, you told us your passions and you told us your interests. Um, when you started at um, Brown Advisory, um, you told us like, wow, why you started. 
But why'd you stay at Brown Advisory? I stayed at Brown Advisory because it's a place where I have felt seen and heard and I've had some great mentors um, who have helped me to just, you know, grow not only in my knowledge and understanding of investing, but also in my ability to um, work with others, those sort of soft skills that are so important in the workplace. And, and I work with a team of colleagues on our sustainable investing team who are so passionate and work so hard and so deeply believe in what they're doing um, that really it's, it's been a joy and a privilege to be there. And, and I would say to everyone, if, if you're interested in learning more about Brown Advisory, like please do feel free to reach out to, to Dave or Michael, get my email address. Um, I would love to speak with you, um, learn a little more about you. We have summer analyst programs and are always looking for new talent. And we love, we've had some, a lot of success with Loyola students in the past. And so very much welcome your communication. So, uh, Michael, thank you very much for, uh, you know, kind of giving us the student perspective in this interview. Uh, Sarah, thank you for giving us your time. I, I, I know no better word than that it was a delight to speak with you and, 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 and listen to you today. So uh, thank you both, and I wish you both a great day. Thank you both. It was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Sarah.